A study from Sweden suggests that women with non-ST elevation acute coronary syndromes do better if they undergo selective invasive treatment rather than routine invasive treatment. 184 women were randomized in the OASIS-5 study to receive either early routine coronary angioplasty, and if appropriate, this was followed by PCI within seven days, or to wait and perform angiography only if symptoms of angina occurred. Follow-up was for two years, and I caught up with study author Eva Swan after her presentation at the ESC meeting to get more details. They were randomized for fondaparinox or enoxaparine, and we asked the patients, the women with a special information sheet, if they wanted to, uh, if they agreed to be included also in this women's sub-study. Given the, the results that we don't really know, at least in Sweden and in Poland, it was not very difficult, it seems. So in this study, women were randomized either to routine invasive or selective invasive approach. What did you see? The results were that there was no benefit at all from the routine invasive strategy. On the contrary, it, it could be worse to, to do, do it too fast in the women and to wait and see and have a selective invasive when the women have objective signs of of uh, ischemia and had shown that they were really at high risk then then it was uh, then they there was no harm at least there was no benefit and actually more mortality for those women who underwent routine invasive treatment were you surprised by this result Yeah, I was surprised by the result because there were so many more deaths, 8 to 1, in the routine invasive. But you must remember that this is underpowered. If we had had all the 1,600 women, maybe the numbers shouldn't have been like this. We, we don't know, really. Yeah, it, it was rather small numbers that we're talking about here. So, I mean, is this a chance finding? Could be a chance finding, but taken together with the previous studies, as I said, uh, FRISC-2, RITA-3... Uh, especially the trend and the meta-analysis that we did show that it is there is maybe no benefit to do, to be so fast with the women with NSTE ACS. As we say, it was underpowered. But is this enough evidence to suggest a change of thought to women patients? You mentioned earlier an idea of having equal treatment as men, but that doesn't necessarily mean the same. This this study cannot cannot and should not change the, the way of treating. But I would like to tell everybody to be a bit more cautious when you cath early the women and think properly before you do a revascularization. I don't think the cath in itself causes this, but it's a revascularization and maybe, maybe, maybe the bleeding complications. It's, it, at least it's no harm to wait and see for some more days and maybe some more weeks in, in those women that don't show very, very high risk in the beginning. That was Eva Swan from the University Hospital Linköping in Sweden. And after the presentation, Derek Thorne got the thoughts of Eckhart Fleck of the Deutsches Herzzentrum in Berlin. I think if one arm has only one death and as an endpoint and the other seven or eight, that cannot be discussed basically and cannot be interpreted. So what I think is still even if the notion that women are undertreated is worldwide now the, the normal way to, to look at that means only that we, we didn't do the proper studies in the proper way. 
And that means uh, one would have to have women who are in danger for the disease, which obviously is 10 years later than men. And there have to be data for that. And usually all the big studies end with 70 years. And uh, obviously that's underpart for women because in that age range there are not enough women for study power. So we, we have to change that by doing special studies, including older patients. Do you think that can happen? Will it be possible? Well, it, it will come because uh, the age range is expanded now to in, in the direction of 80 at least. And uh, there will be a proper question to, to ask, will uh, for elderly patients or bleeding complications, other complications just increase because of age? And this is, to my mind, completely open question because nobody has data on that. And even if it seems to be so, I think it's not a valid uh, statement because there is no data on that. That was Eckhart Fleck of the Deutsches Herzzentrum in Berlin talking to my colleague Derek here in Vienna. For the Audio Journal of Cardiovascular Medicine, I'm Sarah Maxwell.